You're listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. Today's short scripture reflection comes from Pastor Ben Stewart. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Passion Daily. I hope you enjoyed memorizing the 23rd Psalm last week. And this week we're in Psalm 1, which is a great one to memorize as well. It's a psalm that champions the meditating on the Word of God. And it's just six verses again, and we're going to focus on the first two today. But Psalm 1, verse 1 says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. So the psalm is about a man who's blessed. You could translate that word happy or rewarded. This person's figured out how to optimize life. This is the kind of person you want to be. And it makes you ask the question, well, how do I be that? How do I be somebody that God says you're doing life well? And it says of the blessed man in this section, there's three things he does not do. And there's two things he does do. What he does not do, is he doesn't walk in the counsel of the wicked, stand in the seat, way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers. Now I want you to spend some time meditating on this after I'm done, but I want you to notice here, there's three progressions happening in verse one. Really fantastic in such an economy of word. There's a progression of activity. The blessed man does not start walking down a path, He doesn't stand, meaning lingering there, and doesn't sit, full association. And it carries the idea of association, a progression. He doesn't progress in their counsel, the way of thinking of a certain clientele of people. He doesn't progress in association with their behaving. He doesn't move along their way or of their belonging. He doesn't fully sit and associate with them. Then there's a progression in rebellion. He doesn't walk according to the counsel, the thoughts of the wicked. A wicked person in the wisdom literature, and this is taken a lot from wisdom literature, is somebody that disadvantages the community for the sake of themselves. It says this person isn't going to think along the lines of that person. Then it says he's not going to stand in the way of sinner. There's a way that sinners move, and he's not going to linger with those guys. Sinners are people that know what they're doing doesn't please God or help others, but they're just going to do it anyway. It's a hardening of heart. And then the scoffer, the last one, he's not going to sit and fully associate with the way of living of the person who would mock the whole idea of your simple morality. I'm going to go for mine. And you see what's happening here is the blessed man does not move along the logic or the lifestyle of certain clientele of people. The blessed man is aware of who is influencing him. And what's beautiful about this metaphor is it carries the idea of, of walking along a path. Because a path is steps that move a destination. He says, this guy isn't going to progressively move along the course of thinking, the course of living, and then ultimately land at the consequences of a certain clientele of people. He's aware of who he's associating with and who he's letting shape him. And so how does this guy not go along this path with these kind of people? How does he not fall in with these groups and associate with them? Well, then you get the two things he does do in verse 2. He delights in the law of the Lord, and on that law he meditates. What's fascinating about that is you can feel the pull of the world in chapter 1. There are people that are just going for theirs. I got to do me. I got to go for mine. I got to get what other fame, glory, money, power I can get. And he says the blessed man by God resists all that. 
But what's interesting, when it gets to verse 2, it doesn't say, he doesn't do that, he does this. It doesn't even initially say he doesn't think that, but he thinks this. How do I get out of their way of thinking? And how do I get out of their way of living? He says, you do it by delighting. You get your heart to love the law of the Lord. Because you know the Lord wants you to flourish. The Lord wants you to win. The Lord created your life and he knows how to best live it. And so the man blessed by God says, you know what? I'm not just going to dutifully read the word of God or try to live a moral life. I'm going to delight in the fact that in these pages is the counsel of the Most High who knows how this world works and how I meant to work within it. So I'm not going to walk with people whose consequences we'll read about in a couple verses. It's not going to go well. I'm going to trust God. The blessed man knows who's influencing his thinking because he knows what you think about will determine what you care about. And what you care about is what you'll chase. And so the best question you can ask yourself before you're done meditating on this passage is, who am I letting influence my thinking? What thoughts are being shaped in my mind? Because what I think about will determine what I love. And what I love, I will become. And the blessed man delights in the law of the Lord. And so on it, he meditates. It's the word for mumble. He takes it over and over again in his mind. And so read this passage over and over. Meditate on it in your mind. And as you do, ask yourself, who's shaping my thinking? And do I want to be where they're going? Who would I rather have shaped my thinking? I want to walk along the path of the Lord and be blessed in doing that. We're praying that for you. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks again for listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. And don't forget to go and subscribe to the Passion City Church and Passion City Church DC podcasts for our full messages every week.